Hey, this is Jeff Gannon, and you're listening to the Focus Compounding Podcast. This is the podcast where Andrew and I talk general investing concepts. To learn about specific stocks I like, go to focuscompoundinggazette.com. That's focuscompoundinggazette.com, and enter your email. Once you enter your email, you'll start getting one free 2,000-word stock write-up a week. Andrew and I also manage accounts for clients. To learn more about our managed accounts, email Andrew at info at focuscompounding.com or text or call Andrew at 469-207-5844. Now here's Andrew with your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How is everybody doing? Hope you are doing well. Andrew Kuhn, Focus Compounding Podcast. Jeffrey Gannon, Focus Compounding Podcast. How's it going today? It's going very well, Andrew. How's it going with you? It is going great. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast with Ian Castle. Um, Ian's a great guest, great guy. Definitely follow him on Twitter. Um, it was a lot of fun. While you're following him on Twitter, make sure you follow me at Focus Compound. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and thumbs us up. That helps spread the word. Um, go to FocusCompoundingGazette.com yes. to get access to Jeff's weekly memo, which I am a part of. Happy to be a part of that. Yeah, there's a lot more than just the weekly memo on it now. Yeah, yeah there is a lot, a lot more of stock than that. ideas. And That's right. So definitely be sure to check that out. So um, in preparation for recording our batch of podcasts, I tweeted out a question or a call for questions. Um, and usually when we do that, um, people just ask a bunch of questions or topics and then we talk about it on the show. And a gentleman asked, he said, what is your morning ritual versus Jeff's? Mm-hmm. And then who can bench press more? Right, right. Well, that and would require that I have ever bench pressed anything. You've never bench pressed in your never life. Never in my life. Never. I could bench press <laughs> more. I got, go. I got some pythons. <laughs> no, I don't. Actually, um, in high school, I tore my rotator cuff bench pressing for football. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So it was, uh, it was fun. I, I tore it, and then I couldn't play my senior year, so that was oh. fun. But anyways, I still uh, work out, but yeah, not, not as heavy. Okay. Just to stay in shape. Anyway, so, um, but when he asked that question, we actually thought it'd be good to make a whole podcast out of this because we often talk about a good way to structure your day mm-hmm. as an investor. Um, everyone's situation is different. Sometimes uh, people, uh, maybe you work all day or maybe you have kids, um, you know, so everyone has their different types of schedules. Um, but it's a topic that is definitely interesting to me. We always talk about this concept of deep work, mm-hmm. focusing, um, you know, really breaking out and cutting the noise. So I thought it'd be cool to dedicate a full podcast to our daily routine. Okay. So what is your daily routine? There's Just not, give us the gist of it. There's not much see. of a routine. So there's a lot of reading. Okay. Um, I think I've mentioned many times before, I focus on doing one thing. So I, when I... Start a day, I know um, that I'm reading one particular 10K or something. I've picked something out before. That's the biggest thing. I yeah. do have a thing where I have a standing desk that I work at. I work from home. Oh, you standing desk? Yeah. I, see, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So you I read did. a 10K standing up? Yes. That's funny. I had no idea. I mean, well, I also have a very good chair for just reading. Okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, which is different from uh, where you sit to watch TV and stuff because, you know, for reading for hours and stuff, often people, what their setup they have isn't really that good for doing that, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have a standing desk. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, years ago, I started to have back problems from doing certain things. Writing a lot. Writing a lot can really cause some things. She's got like a yoga ball. Yeah. Yeah. I tried lots of different things like that (laughs) when it was very, uh, to find a really cheap option. But then I got a standing desk from uh, Costco. Yeah. It was good deal on it but um <laughs> but, but anyway so um I, I the day before have some things that i write out that i'm going to work on and then put them in the drawer there so i actually pick what i'm going to do uh tomorrow uh you know today and that's how it works instead of just um choosing that day but then the day is very unstructured in terms of what i look at when i'm there 
uh, I think I've mentioned before that if I find something that I'm interested in, like an article or something, I print it out and then I store it for later and I separate like deciding do I want to read this from actually reading it, mm -hmm. right? So because the risk is in like modern things, right, you're going to spend a lot of time going down sort of rabbit holes of clicking on this link and then you follow that to this thing and then whatever and you've spent a lot of time reading about something that isn't, that's investment related but isn't like, you know, reading about something that might become an investment for us. Yeah. So it's a lot of reading 10Ks? I mean, is it it's a lot books of reading generally? Yeah, I read a lot of books for one thing. Now, um, is that a book based on stuff that you're interested in? So, like, if you read, if you want to study Starbucks, right, do you go right. and buy, like, pour your heart into it? And yeah. I think he's got, like, and maybe, two other books, sure. right? And maybe you read other things about coffee things and whatever. Um, a pretty pretty wide range of things, sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think I mentioned recent books that I read that people would be interested in are, like, the book Hyperfocus. I also mentioned Copart. That's a good book. That's a very easy read. Um, Junk to Gold, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I'll mostly, I'd say the most common ones are business history ones, especially uh, biographies of people, business, and also just stories of their particular business. So the two most recent ones I read, I know, are Boston Beer mm -hmm. and Copart, right? And those are interesting. They're much too big for us, but actually the companies I've looked at before yeah. and things like that, yeah. Well, it's, uh, so good. it's so good to build up that knowledge, right? Yeah, I mean, and then just know what's generally I read a lot of stuff anyway. So yeah. uh -huh. um, I think I was telling you I was, when I was on vacation, I read a book a day. And normally it's more like a book every three days or something. Showing off. So... Uh, there's nothing, I don't watch TV or anything when I'm on vacation. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of reading and then I do some writing too. And I'll actually, the thing that would surprise people is way more, um, communicating with people than you'd think. Like through email? Yeah. Through email, through Skype, through things like that. I get a lot of people talking, uh, to me about bringing stock ideas to me, asking me my advice on things, stuff like that. And actually that leads to a surprising number of situations we might invest in. Yeah. So it's not as... Um, like people, I think, think I run some sort of screen and then go through like a list of it. And that's not really how it usually happens. Some, I keep just a list of like 50 stocks right now and just like a watch list of everything that qualifies as an overbook stock for us. But a lot of those are from things like talking to people about it. Yeah. They brought an idea to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what, how much percent of your time do you dedicate to, um, reading like other blogs that you're interested in. I know you definitely, yeah. you spend a lot of time on quarter, Corner of Berkshire. I read everything there. Yeah. In their investment ideas thread. Yeah. I've read every idea in there. Is that like a daily routine for you to kind of? Yeah. So I read everything on Corner of Berkshire and Fairfax, their investment ideas thread and everything at Value Investors Club. Um, I, in this, I read in the sense that I read a little bit of it, decide if it has any relevance to us and then, you know, print it out or save it. I bookmark things at Corner of Berkshire and Fairfax and then go through and read, you know, um, later yeah. instead because obviously you know there's people constantly commenting like one little line extra you'd be going there all the time sure. that. so like every day yeah, yeah for once a day I do it get all that stuff um, and I also do the same thing with blogs so I have more than 50 blogs that I have a RSS subscription to and then I just put them in a blog reader and I pick whichever ones look interesting really yeah some of them aggregate links and things like that and but other the ones that are really useful are the ones that cover the same sort of things that we do do you um, read the newspaper? I do not. I used to read newspapers a lot. I think we talked about that, that yeah. at one time 20 years ago or a little less than that, 15 years ago, I was reading like four newspapers a day. Yeah. I don't Now I don't read any newspapers. Yeah. Why I found that? it not to be a very useful use of my time. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing, I, don't, I try to avoid any sort of um, watching of news and things like that, of news in the sense of like um, stuff that's coming out now. I find books and things much more useful. Yeah. A lot of times, I think I talked about this a little bit, I would read something from like the end of the week 
and realize how little of it mattered even yeah, during yeah. the week. And so, you know, the fact that it's new and controversial or whatever, it, you know, gets, you know, those things to just get views. It's clickbait yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's the same thing with newspapers, even with print newspapers and stuff. It's the same sort of thing. Um, they don't know that, you know, a lot of times it's something in progress, and so you don't know how it'll work out. Um, it's better to read a book. Read, you know, Disney War or something, and instead of reading the coverage of what was happening at Disney at that time, sure, you know, yeah. Copart and, and Boston Beer and all that, there are constantly articles about, like, craft beer or something. But if you read that book and try to find other books about things like that, it's, it's just really useful mm-hmm. you know focusing on one area like that yeah yeah got it how would you structure your day for somebody listening so for this gentleman mm-hmm. like i guess so you don't really have a morning routine you said Cor- that's Do correct you? i mean how would you i'm not much of a well i don't know if i'm not much of a morning person i am not a morning person okay at all so the first alarm for me goes off 6 a.m normally okay. 6 a.m yeah. 6 or 6 30 mm-hmm. I don't know if I get out of bed till like 7 or 7.30. I hit snooze a lot. I don't know what it is. I could get 10 hours of sleep, and it's still a mission for me to wake up well, in the morning. Well, they say, you know, don't have an alarm for a while, and then you'll yeah. know when. Yeah, so I didn't have an alarm. I was on vacation for a week, so I didn't have an alarm for any of those days. I always got up. Uh, I woke up earlier, but I actually got out the door around 7.30. Really? So that tells you, I guess, that's when yeah. I should start working. So what's interesting is I I can um, – I'm – I'm definitely more active at nighttime. Like there's okay. a lot of times I can't sleep. So mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, with our jobs, right? right we yeah. can kind of pick your and choose your sure. own schedule. Um, I'm almost like, is it more productive for me just to kind of like hone in on that and right. just like work at nighttime and then be. sleep till, I don't know, 11 or 12, you know, mm-hmm. but just put it, I mean, Buffett did that in his earlier years. Yeah. Is that he was up to like uh, weird hours of the night in his mm-hmm. bathrobe reading about companies, you know? Yeah, it could work. Yeah. So normally what I do, though, is I'm in the office typically by the time the market opens. Okay. And then I'm usually here till about 4 or 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I do sort of to structure my day is I make it a point to – and Jeff and I were actually just talking about this the other day on how I want to structure my day and how I should structure my day. Um, I make it a point no matter what to read a 10K. And, um, you know, sometimes that could take me an hour and a half, two hours. Um, if it's a smaller company and there's only right. like 60 or 70 pages, I could get through it a lot quicker. Uh, but reading a 10K a day, I think, is – even if I don't find investment idea from it, it's just good. Like, my general goal is just to get better, right? Yeah. And then another thing I do, um, I make sure to do every single day, is also read – 30 pages out of a book. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but mm-hmm. it's like if you do 30 pages every single day, you know, you, you're getting through, right? Yeah. It's better to be good all the time than great some of the time. Yeah. So that's something that I try to do. Um, and then um, other parts of my day are going to be structured around, um, you know, just following up on companies that we've looked at in the past. I mean, you said you have 50 different right. stocks yeah. on on the watch list and you know watch list all it really is as well this kind of qualifies but we don't like the price where we're at currently mm-hmm. at right now let me continue to follow it so it's really keeping track of those um but yeah i think it's uh just sticking to it you know and i read the wall street journal on my mm-hmm. ipad i used to get the print but now i just get on my ipad yeah. but i have i forget the what it's called uh, i think it's called bluebird Josh Wolf, do you know who this guy is? That guy is gentleman, uh, venture capital guy on Twitter. He always would tweet, um, you know, 
I could tell he was reading it on an iPad, the Wall Street Journal, okay. but it's like a print version on the iPad. Oh. And it's so cool because you could like scroll in or you okay. can actually click it and it's mm-hmm. in a different format. So I think it's called Bluebird. Okay. Um, but that's how I read the Wall Street Journal every single day. Um, you know, and, and I don't read a page or cover to cover mm-hmm. or every single article. I just, I kind of browse through every article yeah. and then whatever I think is interesting, I'll just kind of read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that really helps with investing at all. I think I just kind of do it just to, I enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe it's a good good start to my morning to get the brain working. Yeah. Sometimes I think if you like write down um, something, the the one that I like to do, which I may have said before, is I like to write down whether it's a book or whatever I've been looking at. Uh, how can I use this? You know. Yeah. Because if you can't figure that out, then maybe you shouldn't be doing that thing. You know. Like if you're looking at an article and you're like, "How is this useful to me?" and you can't come up with one sentence for why it might be yeah. potentially, then it's probably something that's just you know you enjoy reading but isn't useful that way. Whereas there are other things that it might be. If you're reading about home builders or something, and we've looked at Greenberg Partner or something then it's a useful article for you to read about you know right but if it's about you know i don't know um you know, uh, I mean, social comp- media in China or something yeah. that might no- be something that is unlikely that we'd ever have something to do with. Yeah, I was gonna say none of the companies that we invest in ever show up in like <laughs> no, the they're Wall not Street gonna show up in the Wall Street Journal or, no. or stuff even yeah. about it. But I guess if we have, um, I don't know, a coal company and there's an article yeah. on coal or something mm-hmm. or a company that's related to coal, maybe uh, I obviously I'll, I'll read it. You yeah, know, and some spinoffs about. and things do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So, um, if you had to structure somebody's day, and let me show you guys this thing really quick because I don't know if you could see it. <laughs> Take a look at this. You probably can't see. I wish I could zoom in. It's our logo, and it has our slogan on the back. There's only one of these. There's and, only one right now, yeah. Yeah, and I need one of those. Okay. It's our, it's our Focus Compounding logo. I need one of those. Well, this can be a pitch for, uh, I was going to say Vistaprint, Simpress, the stock. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You've looked at that company. I have. <laughs> Alan, Alan Meekum likes that. Yeah. I think it's a holding of his, yeah. You didn't like it, right? No, it's not a holding of ours. <laughs> no, it's not. Not an overlooked stock. We'll leave it It's at that. definitely not an overlooked stock. Not an no. overlooked stock. Okay, anyways, getting back to but it. But they made a good mug. Yes. Yeah. We'll start selling merch. <laughs> um, if you had to structure somebody's day, right, create a day for them. Yeah. And take in mind, or keep in mind that a lot of these people, people listening work. Right. Or yeah. maybe they have families or mm-hmm. what. How would you structure it? Uh, well, one is like figure out what is uh, a good time for you in terms of the day, in terms of when you're active and not, right? Yeah. I think that's important for people. Two, I think um, when are other people not around? I mean, you were talking about being a night owl and stuff. Yeah. One thing that I've talked to some people, like I was talking to a novelist who's very, I mean, he probably has written more words than Stephen King lately. And um, he writes like constantly at night. Part yeah. of it is that he's used to being like a night owl, but the other part is his kids and wife are well i mean for me yeah for me i mean no one's i mean and like no one's emailing me no right. one's i mean of course you could shut off your phone shut off your sure. computer but it's like the world is sleeping mm-hmm. so it's like yeah i mean you kind of have an advantage and yeah regard. we met at one time in an office that i was renting for that reason because i had a situation where i wouldn't be able to work in some place that'd be quiet yeah yeah so you have someone there all the time we met was really it possible. 5 30 5 45 6 i don't mm-hmm. remember it was because it was that worked for you before going to work yeah and then having an office a few blocks from where i live all i just me. remember is and jeff so kindly <laughs> offered to do all i just remember is always getting coffee and just being like just so tired <laughs> but it was productive because it was yeah it was like two and a half three hours of just 
blocked time. And mm-hmm. we were in a office that was smaller than this one. No windows. It's about the size of a prison cell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's the cheapest. It's no, the cheapest to rent. No when they showed windows. me, they said, what do you want it to see? And I said, let's start with the cheapest one. Yeah, They're yeah. like interior, exterior, interior. What's yeah, yeah. bigger, small, big, No windows. One. You could hear. No one was there. I yeah. mean, they literally, like the hallways were dark still. Mm-hmm. And, oh, but that oh, had a standing desk. It could stand or sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did. But we got a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Because it was, it was pure deep work. It was blocked yeah. off time. No one was, con- no one needed our time. No right. one needed anything. There was no people around us. It would just got to. And it. that office was good because it was 24-7 access. You could go to it anytime you wanted. There yeah. was no, yeah. Yeah. So no problem. The good old days. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so. But if, most people can't rent an office for that reason. Or, and yeah. that wasn't a long-term solution for me either. But um, but yeah, so you're going to have trouble that way. And that's what, what problem that I had is that I couldn't have a dedicated office at home for uh-huh. that period. That's why I had that office. Yeah. So if your office is, you know, would be the same place that you have your TV and your food and stuff, you're probably not going to get a lot done. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Sure. So even if you can, uh, I know that in the apartments that I rent, um, I was shown an apartment where I'm like, hmm. And I looked in there and a guy had turned his uh, walk-in closet. They had like huge walk-in closets yeah. in that apartment into just an office. So you know what's funny? So yeah. my house, it's a three-bedroom house. Um, mm-hmm. And... I have an extra room yeah. that I could make uh, an office. Okay. But when I work at home, my closet's so big that I have a desk in the closet. Oh, really? And the only reason is because there's no windows. It's like yeah. on the not by the road. It's just completely silent. Mm-hmm. No windows, completely silent. I have a little light in there. I shut the actual closet light off, mm-hmm. and then I just use that light, and it's just pure focus. Yeah. So that, and that's the reason I do it. And it's like yeah. completely away from everything else in the house. Yeah, that's the most important um, thing. And I, like I said, I have an empty room, but I prefer mm-hmm. not to have it because there's no windows. So it's just like pure, you know, no yeah. distractions. Yeah. So and I worked someplace uh, here in Plano uh, for a little while. And I, when I really wanted to get stuff done, what I would do is I would just take an earlier bus. Yeah. So I would just be there before anyone else would come in and get work done. Because then when people come in, then, you know, they start having they start meeting and they start telling you things that you need yeah. to do and whatever. Um, it, it's just more productive if you have to write something or whatever, just come in early and, you know, and do that. And that works probably for a lot of people. Probably earlier is better than later. Yeah. Um, but staying, giving yourself, you know, we've talked about that, like selling yourself an hour of your time. Yeah. Right. That was Charlie Munger said that. Yep. That's what he did. And probably going into the office an hour earlier or staying an hour later or whatever. And then just that's your time, not. Yeah. And, there, and there's a lot of studies done that have showed that, your most um, mental, like mentally um, tasked job should be mm-hmm. like the first thing you do in the morning. Yeah. Uh, because your brain is most focused. So, I mean, that's why, I mean, for me, for example, I would rather go in an hour earlier than yeah. an hour later because yeah. then you're like starting to think, oh, traffic and I'm mm-hmm. going to get home and I'm also tired from the day. It's kind of like going to the gym. Like mm-hmm. if, if I go in the morning, yeah. it's a lot better than if I go at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock. I'm just like, I right. just want to go home and eat and like do nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, there are some studies and things that support that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean we've I don't know if we talked about, it, but there's a book on willpower that you can read. There's a book on habits that you can read that are they're pretty good in some of those sorts of things and supporting that sort of idea. The easiest thing is not to force yourself to do something every day. Just force yourself to create that habit, and then yeah. that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So you know after you've been going you know for a month or whatever to the gym it becomes easier to yeah, do that yeah. than if it was at some point in your day you have to go to the gym and force yourself every day that's yeah. hard that's well, really it was kind of like when i first started going before work it mm-hmm. was always i always said i can't do it like my body's just like it's asleep so like, mm-hmm. i'm not like strong i'm not as strong in the morning and right. my like um like my joints hurt and everything mm-hmm. like that but i just kind of pushed through for a month and then i was like now i love going in the morning yeah you know but now i've been slacking and i just 
drooling on my pillow. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's nothing wrong with sleeping a lot. We could have Samir on to talk about that. Yeah. But um, why we sleep? That's a great. Why book. we sleep? Yeah, Matthew Walker. Um, no, there's nothing wrong with sleeping a lot. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with uh, people working at night or anything picking picking yeah. the time that's most convenient for you. I'm saying um, one, you know, your your body, different people might be different times of day. Yeah, but in my experience, it also really matters. Uh, with other people in your life, right? Mm, sure. Whether it's your work or home or wherever you're going to yeah. be trying to get this work done, it, that's the really hard part because you will take the advantage of any distractions that yeah. way and other people provide plenty of distractions. For a long time, when we first started the firm, you would work through the night, right? Was yeah. that your hours? Absolutely, yeah. 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 So you would sleep all day and then... Yes. Or like wake up at like two or three or whatever. Right. I work at nighttime. Which is very similar to the story I just told, which is that yeah. I would do that because someone would be sleeping. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I had an extended family member that uh, took in for a while. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wasn't easy to work around all that much. But when he was sleeping, then yeah. I would be able to work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's exactly what I did. Um, yeah. It, I mean that's very. I mean it's very easy to work in the middle of the night when other people aren't doing that. Yeah. But obviously, if you have a job that you're starting at six o'clock in the morning or mm -hmm. nine o'clock in the morning or whatever, you can't really do that. Yeah. And you you wrote an article. Actually, I tweeted out recently because I've been tweeting out a lot of your old articles mm -hmm. um, about. I think somebody asked you like a topic on getting better, and and the individual worked, and I think he had kids, so it was like his time was very you know minimal. Mm -hmm. And you had had just talked about it's good to even if you read about one company a week yeah or one company a day just block off 60 minutes or whatever mm -hmm. it is and just do it you know just yeah. make sure you get it in i mean think about it right so once one company a week may not sound like a lot mm -hmm. unless you're very consistent with it that's 52 companies right. a year you know i mean yeah. those, those results could definitely compound and yeah it doesn't you know, it doesn't take a lot but what will happen is that that hour or whatever unless you structure that way will turn yeah. into just like browsing the wall street journal online and Checking in at the corner of Berkshire and Fairfax, you know, with whatever things yeah. and a little Twitter and whatever, you know, that's yeah. what will happen. And it's not the same sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have that dedicated time to picking out what's going to be useful to you. Yeah. And I mentioned a writer before, and they're really good, like novelists and stuff, to learn about their habits and model on it because almost every successful novelist wrote a book, usually more than one book, but they wrote a book that got published and was successful when they were doing some other job. Oh, really? Because, yeah. I mean, obviously the first book that they write, yeah. Yeah. no one gave them enough money ahead of time to support them. So always it's things like while they were doing this other job, they had to do it. I mean, in some cases, there are some well-known authors who it was while they were working at a law firm and advertising agency, things like that, they managed to put enough time to write a book. Yeah. So those are pretty good people to copy in terms of what their um, schedules were and stuff because that requires a ton of time spent on your own um, working on something focused, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it's just actually staying dedicated and doing it, you know, yeah. doing the deep work. Yeah. As I also think it's a good idea to have some time that you interact with other people about investing stuff to get mm -hmm. ideas and stuff from them. Yeah. But not too much either. You need it, – it's weird. You need some very uh, focused time alone with ideas and things. But you also do need some fresh ideas coming in. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you read the partnership years of the snowball, that's a really good example of that yeah. where it talks about how Buffett talked to other people and stuff. Most of his day was spent in – pretty intense concentration on his own. But there were a group of people that he talked to about stock ideas and stuff and got ideas from and shared ideas with. Yeah, and that, that's actually my favorite part of the book. Yeah. The snowball. The part that I listened to is to draw inspiration from his earlier days. And he was working really hard during that time. Yeah. 
yeah, it's amazing when you read about it, the amount of effort put into those sorts of things that other people wouldn't be, you know. That's the thing that you can do is put a lot more effort into each stock and each and when you learn about what he did to like find out about the people at the companies, the management and things about companies you buy into. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of, and it reminds me of like I think he was speaking at Florida and he talked about how everyone can do what he does. Yeah. But nobody will do it. Not a lot of right. people will do it. And it goes to reading 500 pages a day. I know mm-hmm. people often misquote that. Some people say it's 500, some people say it's 1000, but I oh. think he said 500 pages a day. And then Todd Combs actually like yeah. took to that like a religion. Mm-hmm. And then he said that he started reading a lot and reading a lot. And he just become a better, became a better investor from doing that, you know? Yeah. Well, you can do it. I just told you that I read one book a day while on vacation doing yeah. other stuff. Yeah. If you don't have, if you take all the other things out of your life. Yeah. Which is yeah. what he was doing. Cause he wasn't raising the kids really. And you yeah. know, yeah. So cool. Well, let's, uh, I think that's a good place to stop for uh, today's video. I want to thank everybody so much for tuning in with us. Thank you so much to the gentleman that asked that question. That was a good question that we wanted to go over. Um, so I thought it was fitting to talk about it. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitter, be sure to follow me. And if you're listening on the podcast side, give us five stars. That helps uh, spread the word. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't like the work we're doing, don't give us five stars. But we hope you give us five stars. And I uh, want to thank everybody so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next podcast. Take care. Hey, this is Jeff Gannon, and that was the Focus Compounding Podcast, the podcast where Andrew and I talk general investing concepts. To learn about specific stocks I like, go to focuscompoundinggazette.com. That's focuscompoundinggazette.com, and enter your email. Once you enter your email, you'll start getting one free 2,000-word stock right up a week. Andrew and I also manage accounts for clients. To learn more about our managed accounts, email Andrew at info at focuscompounding.com or text or call Andrew at 469-207-5844. Thanks for listening.